Welcome in. Farzine Vasugin here with you. It is Farzcast. We are also streaming live on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Farzine Vasugian. Big thanks to you guys for all taking the time to listen, whether it's live or uh, if you're listening to the podcast version of the episode. Hope you're all having a great week. It is NFL playoffs time. Uh, just feels like uh, the season started yesterday. Uh, also feels like 2020 was not too long ago and we're in uh, 2022 now. So uh, anyway, uh, this is going to be a fun one. I am looking forward to this podcast. I've got a few of my buddies with me. I'll introduce them in just a moment. I just want to double check and make sure we've got the live stream going on Facebook. Yes, it is. That is all up and running. So you guys are all able to hear us just fine, which is good. Um, Facebook.com slash Give this a share if you can. And also, uh, I just tweeted the link. So if you guys can retweet that as well, for those of you that are watching live, that'd be great as well. All right, real quickly. Um, if I say any of your guys' names, uh, do me a favor and wave because um, what our screen is showing might not be the same as the live stream. So just give a quick wave uh, whenever I introduce you guys. Zach Segenga, he co-hosted the Chiefs Zone with me for the final season, which was a lot of fun. That was the last year the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, which was a lot of fun to do. Dan Doherty, he is a big Packers fan. He works for ESPN Ithaca, does a lot of high school uh, work there, some high school play-by-play. Uh, also met him at uh, Cage uh, CagePages.com. I forgot the name. Now we're all at Cage Side Press as uh, Cage Pages kind of uh, is defunct now uh, from fan side. And Eddie Law, I also met at uh, cagepages.com. He's also at Cage Side Press. Uh, Eddie does a lot of things. Uh, he's got an MMA podcast, a U of A podcast, and also an Arizona Cardinals podcast. So uh, be sure you check out his work. And then Max Shepman, uh, he does, he's a big Steelers fan. He and I have known each other a long time uh, from uh, the sportsstuff.com. That's where the Chief Zone used to be. He did a Steelers podcast on there. This is before podcasting really became a big deal. So it was a lot of fun uh, doing that back then. Uh, And I know he does some uh, TV and radio work as well in uh, South Florida area. So going to be a lot of fun. Gentlemen, thanks for coming on. Uh, I've been uh, looking forward to this podcast. No, it's going to be cool, man. And it's always fun to talk, you know, playoff football. When And I think everyone here is in the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone here is in the playoffs. Yes. Right, right. But but we by slighter margins than others. Are you telling me, dude? All right. Everyone was talking about us being the number one seed and shit. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, we lost what four in a row or whatever it was. And now we listened yesterday or Sunday taking the L. And now we're just like, are we even ready for this shit? Like, hey, that's a good thing. I don't know. Is the healthy or not? I'm glad you asked that question or if you are ready for it because, well, are, are the Steelers really ready for it? Because I sure as hell don't know. Well, well I want to know from you, Max, because, listen, everyone laughed at the idea. Oh, the, the, the Jaguars beating the Colts and the Raiders and Chargers ending in a tie. Like, what are the odds of that? Um, we were less than 30 seconds away from that happening, but Brandon Staley did Chargers fans the biggest favor in the fucking world and called that timeout. But here's the thing, like, I was laughing all day long. I'm like, huh, the Steelers might actually miss the playoffs. Then I kind of thought about it. I'm like, that'd be a really, really, really shitty way to miss the playoffs. I want to know from you, because I've been there as a Chiefs fan. We've had some very insane moments. Like, where were you on a scale of 1 to, like, 10,000 with your heart rate? Probably, like, a million, bro. You know, out of all the years of watching football – and, like, you know, being a Steelers fan, you know, you kind of have those heart attacks like every game because, you know, the Steelers never blow anybody out. It's always like a last-second field goal or something. I, I was more stressed about the Chargers-Raiders game than I was the actual Ravens-Steelers game. Oh, so, yeah. like, 
you know, of course, like, you know, great. You know, we beat Baltimore, whatever. Of course, the shocker of the world is Jacksonville just taking it to Indy. Like, I don't, I really want to know, like, what the percentage of, like, people thought that, like, that would actually happen. Um, and then, of course, like, you know, watching Sunday Night Football, you know, the Raiders, you know, kind of a couple scores. You're like, all right, this is in the bag. And then, you know, I, I, I go to my room. I put it on the, on the TV in the room. I'm just kind of chilling. Next thing you know, here comes uh, here comes our our boys, the Chargers, just marching right down the field on fourth <laughs> down every single time. So I don't. I think that might have been the most like impressive thing of all time. Is like how many fourth downs did Justin Herbert convert like to keep the game going? It wasn't like you know like just dinking dunks on second, third downs. Like I think there were six for six on like yes. fourth downs and like. Yeah. It was just impressive. And of course, like, you know, going to overtime, the whole timeout thing, are, are the Raiders just going to say, screw it? Like, hey, you know, let's just both go in the playoffs and then the timeout happens. They were going to. Yeah. That's, so, okay. So this was my whole conspiracy was like, Oakland, uh, Vegas had the ball. They're running it by their body language. You could see like there was zero like motivation to keep it going, whatever. They're running the ball. Then they call the timeout. And then, you know, I, I just don't know what happened. And then they get the first down, they kick the field goal, and hallelujah, we're in. But, like, again, my whole thing was, like, that final drive, there was zero point in me. It was like, yep, they are for sure just going to run out the clock. There is zero, like, motivation. There is zero, like, hustle. Like, I was just like, that's it. We're out of the playoffs. And what worse way to miss the playoffs than when two teams tie – that are division rivals. Yeah. That, that, see, well, that's the thing. It's like, I think everyone except for Steelers fans wanted to see it because it'd be cool to say, to be like, hey, I just witnessed a weird ending to a regular season. Like everyone complained about, well, I don't, shouldn't say everyone. A lot of people didn't like the whole 18 week format, but it ended, up, it ended up being one of the more entertaining season finales ever. Um, I mean, listen, I remember there was one, and Max, you probably remember this because in 2006, the Chiefs needed, I think, like three or four teams, all bad teams, to come through for them. And they all came through. I think the Steelers uh, were one of the teams that lost. And the 49ers, in overtime, barely made a field goal against the uh, the Broncos. And people were saying, why don't the Broncos just tie it? Because you'll get in. And they didn't. Um, whereas the, the 49ers got the ball back, tie, uh, or not tied it, won it barely in overtime. And the Chiefs got in. Um, as a Chiefs fan, of course, I'm biased towards that finale, but yeah, this past week, man, that was uh, that was a very, very weird ending to a season. I don't know if you guys can recall a crazier ending, dude. I tell you what, though, like obviously, that Chargers Raiders game probably like won it like an instant classic, right? Like, that was probably one, like, one of the greatest football games like I've watched and whatever. And I think, like, yeah, you do kind of bring up the fact of like, you know, not a lot of people. Uh, you know, not big fans of like the 18 week season um, because, you know, you could end up with a, you know, a couple extra games that really don't mean anything, but it's like those, it's those four or five games always at the end of every regular season that like Jaguars Colts, like who the hell would have thought the Jacksonville Jaguars would have came through represent Duval. And I think like, it's, it's, it's the anticipation and like, you just never know what the hell is going to happen in the final week of the regular season. Cause again, like the Steelers have like a 9% chance of like making the playoffs, like entering that day. And here we are where the number seven seed. Yeah. 
No, it's crazy, man. Uh, but nonetheless, we did get our uh, playoff picture all uh, come to fruition at the end of the day. Uh, so just kind of going uh, down one through seven for uh, both sides uh, on the AFC and NFC. So you got the Titans, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, the Raiders, Patriots. Raiders went from, I think they were like an eight or a nine. I mean, there's no such thing as an eight or nine team, but you guys know what I mean. And then they jumped up to a five, which I thought was very interesting. I mean, the Patriots losing probably helped a little bit as well as um, – uh, or well, I was going to say the Bengals, but they're still ahead of the Raiders. Uh, Raiders, Patriots, and then the Steelers. And then on the NFC side, you got the Packers. They have the sole buy on that side. Then you got the Bucks, Cowboys, Rams, Cardinals, 49ers, and the Eagles. Um, I think this is going to be a very interesting playoff uh, or a very interesting postseason. And I know they're going to do something a little different this week uh, where they're going to have a Monday night game. I think that's kind of, a, kind of an interesting twist. It's weird. They're doing two on Saturday three on Sunday and one on Monday. I thought they were going to even it all out all three days, but I don't know. Uh, it's the NFL. They can do whatever the hell they want. No one cares. Uh, the, the, everyone will still watch. Uh, let's start from the AFC side because this was a really weird year for the AFC. It just seemed like whoever was the number one seed at one point, early on it was the uh, the Ravens and then the Bills and then the um, – it was the Raiders for a little bit, then the Bengals, then the Chiefs, and then the Ravens got it back, and then the Bengals got it back, and it, it got really weird. Um, it ended up being the Titans. I mean, they were on top for a little bit. Even without Derrick Henry, they managed to come back after the Chiefs lost to the Bengals. This is kind of a weird year. Zach, uh, obviously you follow this as closely as I do. Uh, I'm just kind of curious how you thought the uh, ending to this came out because I don't think there's a clear-cut number one team in the AFC. I mean, sure, the Titans – Maybe if Derrick Henry can return to his old self, they could be a dangerous team to, to look out for. But a lot, a lot of people still think that the Chiefs are the uh, the team to beat on that side. Yeah, I think there's a lot of big ifs really scattered throughout the AFC there where, you know, I think you can make a decent case for any of the top four teams and maybe even the Patriots too coming out of the uh, you know, coming out of the bracket just because, you know, with the Titans, it's a question of, like you said, is Derrick Henry going to be healthy? You know, is... I mean, they lost AJ Brown and Julio Jones for a bit too. So it's, you know, it's for them, it's a lot of health concerns. And, you know, is that enough to overcome the Patriots who are, you know, like them or not, they're always fundamentally sound. Mac Jones doesn't make too, too many mistakes usually. Uh, but, you know, the Bills could just as easily trounce them too. But the Bills, it's a question of which of those, you know, which Bills team shows up. <laughs> um, you know, is it the team that, you know, absolutely smoked the Chiefs or is it the one that kind of, you know, stumbled along the way? Same kind of question goes for the Bengals. Um, you know, if it's the team that showed up, you know, against the Chiefs there and really surged at the end, great. If it's the team that, you know, kind of took off at the beginning of the year, hard to say. Um, you know, I don't want to count out, you know, Raiders and Steelers, but I'm kind of discounting them a little bit. I want to hear Dan Max on the other side of that because, you know, they obviously follow those two a little closer than I. But, uh, I mean, shoot, I guess you can't really ever count out Mike Tomlin and uh, Ben Roethlisberger. The Raiders, this is kind of new turf for them, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, and that's actually a really good point. Like, I mean, look at some of these teams in the playoffs, and we'll get into some of them a little later. I mean, uh, teams like um, the Bengals, the Raiders, the the 49ers, the Eagles, uh, or not the 49ers, I take that back, the, uh, the Cardinals, um, I'll, I'll throw in the Rams even. I mean, these are teams that don't have that playoff experience and that can come into play. The Rams kind of. Uh, well, I, well, yeah, no, I take that. that yeah, you're right, you're right. Stafford's been in the playoffs before. That we all hated and no one enjoyed watching. 
but, but Dan, I want to, yes. Uh, but Dan, I, I do want to go to you because um, uh, you got the Packers jersey on, of course, but you're in the New York area and you're pretty familiar with the uh, Bills because you're kind of just up front and center there. So you kind of get the uh, a, a lot of the commentary there. I'm just kind of curious because mm-hmm. the Patriots are an interesting team. I mean, you're going to that game this weekend, right? Bills, Patriots. I am going to the game, yeah. yeah. It's going to be uh, freezing. I'm going to wear like 10 layers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what you got to do. It's also especially... just a standard Saturday in Buffalo. Yep, oh, exactly. yeah, that is true. Um, but no, I think, that, I mean, I look, I know the Bills beat the Patriots um, in Buffalo, but there's just something about Belichick, man. Like, even if the Patriots were a seven seed, like, there's just this weird thing about Belichick. He's just always sneaky and he always finds a way to, to come through at times. Yeah, but I feel like the second time they played was a lot more to what that first game should have been. That first game was was very, very, very fluky. Like with everything with that was butter. happening in that game, the yeah. lack of passing from Mac Jones, the wind that was howling and the ineffectiveness of the Bills offense, uh, all those things came together for a, a week 14 10 week uh, win for the the patriots so the fact that they came out two weeks later and just smoked the patriots that's i feel like that was more realistic of what happens when those two teams meet i don't think mac jones can get a playoff win over a team like the bills they're just they're too good they have the number one defense in the nfl this year and that's that's been really stepping up as the season has progressed they've gotten better and better and the offense has found its footing. They're starting to have a run game later on in the season. Devin Singletary is finally getting his legs moving later on in the year. So it's not all on Josh Allen. I feel like it's just, there's too much, uh, there's too much firepower from the Bills side for a rookie quarterback, even with the great Patriots defense behind him. I feel like it's just too much uh, on, on this stage in the wildcard weekend for uh, the Patriots to come out on top. Yeah. And listen, the Bills, like the Chiefs are the top dogs in the AFC. They've been there to the championship game three years in a row, and they've been to the Super Bowl two years in a row. So I think like the Bills have that little fire under their tails. Like, hey, we really want to come out and dethrone these guys and, and say we were able to do it and go on and have a chance to uh, to win the Super Bowl. So I think they're coming out with that fire as well. And, and listen, Belichick's been there many times, but I think, you know, even though he doesn't like show it emotionally and all, like, you know, deep down inside, he wants to prove a lot of people wrong. Uh, it was kind of like when um, when Shaq left the Lakers, everybody said Kobe can never win a championship again without Shaq. And then look what happened. You know, Shaq, yeah, sure, he needed another big guy down low and up getting Pal Gasol, Andrew Bynum, but still found a way to do it without Shaq one way or another. Um, Eddie, uh, who impressed you the most on the um, on the AFC side? Or, or uh, let me ask you that. I mean, that's kind of an obvious one. Who do you think could be like the dark horse on the AFC side? Oh, that's a, that's a tough question. That's a tough question uh, because the AFC is a mess this year. It's, it's like no, there's no dominant. Oh, Dan, are you there? I, I think you just Dan, muted yourself. You either muted yourself or you got to check the, the connection to your microphone, dude. It's a little choppy. He wanted to keep the uh, suspicion up, you know, that was <laughs> the mystery of who's going to be the dark horse. <laughs> Okay, while well, Dan figures out, Dan, I don't know if you you have to say Mike as me. Is that blinking or not? If it's solid red, you should be good. If it's blinking, hit that. All right, let Dan figure that out. I'll go to you, Eddie. Who do you think could be a dark horse in the AFC? Cincinnati. Okay. Bungles. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Joe, if Joe Burrow's healthy, all right. And when when Jamar Chase came out, right, everyone was like, "Oh, they need this and need that." Took Jamar Chase because that they got that they got that chemistry down. Seems like since they were babies, it's insanity, right? No one outside of LSU fans thought this would ever happen like that, and it worked out. So I think the Bengals with their defense is all right. It's not awesome. They get too many shootouts. Yeah, but 
if you're telling me, you know, uh, for example, and I know they're not they're not in the playoffs, but you know, Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews, or Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, for example, uh, I'm gonna take the LSU boys. They've been playing together forever, and if we're gonna have a shootout, I'll take the I'll take the I'll take the Bengals in a shootout. So I think they're the dark horse. I mean, what they gotta do? They gotta beat the, the uh, they beat they're gonna beat the Raiders. the Raiders. They're gonna beat the Raiders. All right. Um, the Raiders would be my second dark horse, to be honest with you. But uh, uh, the Bengals are going to beat the Raiders. They got to get the winner of – I think they get the winner of Bills-Pats. Is that right? Uh, you know, they it kind of depends because – They it, in the second round. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on who wins, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, outside – I mean, the, the, the teams to fear are, are, to me, Kansas City and the Patriots because I love watching the Bills. But holy shit, did anybody see the Bills – like they've been doing this all year long. Their own fans are just like, dude, I don't know what's gonna happen. They're almost like Cardinals fans of the AFC, right? Like, oh, we're awesome, we're good, yes, yes, yes. And then we have that one game where it's like, oh shit, and then all of a sudden, just a, just a dive, right? So, I to me, it's the Bengals. I think if anyone's gonna be surprised anybody out of the AFC, besides uh, obviously Bill Belichick's always in there. Who knew Mac Jones would be this good anyway? But yeah. um, to me, it's the Bengals. To me, the Bengals are gonna be the team that dark horses their ass all the way to the Super Bowl. And just freaks everybody out. Dan, is your uh, is your mic back on? I think I'm back on. I, I had right. the, I had the thing plugged into the wrong USB slot, so we're all good now. Uh, technology. Uh, yeah, it sounds a lot better. I sound <laughs> a lot better. I think we're all good. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I have to agree with Eddie because there's there's no. I, I feel like everyone in the AFC is kind of a dark horse of this season. There's no yeah, it there's is no true number one seed. I feel like because everyone in the AFC has had their struggles and has had their weeks where they look like a bad team. Essentially the bills have had, the, they lost to the Jaguars uh, and the, the chiefs had that stretch of games where they just looked awful. Yeah. Uh, and that, and, and then the, you know, everyone is just, hasn't had that consistent season. So I feel like the most fun pick as far as the dark horse goes is Joe Burr. I love the connection with him and Jamar chase that has developed so be- beautifully this season. And I, I feel like he's got so much arm talent that he can lead that team. Uh, to a pretty fun run in the playoffs. I don't trust the Patriots and Mac Jones. I can't do that, but I, I like I like the Bengals. That's fun. Max, I wanted to ask you, I mean, you're obviously a big Steelers fan. You know, it's been kind of a weird year for the Steelers. They started off one and three, and, you, and then they had that tie with Detroit. It's like, okay, this team's really not as good as we thought. But I, and listen, I think with having a seventh team in the playoffs, there is that possibility where maybe a team that, wasn't as dominant can get it. And that ended up being the Steelers this year, although that almost was not the case, which we already covered very well. I'm just kind of curious because, especially if you look at their last two games, not the most impressive or last several games, actually, uh, just kind of looking at the last four games on their schedule. Not a very impressive offensive outing. 13 points against Tennessee, 10 points against the Chiefs, who they're going to rematch this weekend. Uh, 26 against – oh, I, I'm sorry, I'm at 19 against the Titans. I think I said 13. 26 against the Browns, which – a lot of people were not at all entertained with that Monday night game. And then that um, overtime win against the Ravens. I'm just kind of curious, like Roethlisberger's, like if, if that was not Roethlisberger, I think a lot of Steelers fans would be calling for like a change going into the postseason. But I think because it's Roethlisberger, everyone wants him to go out on top at the very least. I'm just kind of curious what your thoughts are with the Steelers at this point. I, I mean, at this point, I mean, they just really kind of lucked out and backed their way in. I mean, so no doubt, obviously, Ben Roethlisberger is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. It's just – you and you bring that up. It's like if it's not Ben – if if Ben Roethlisberger does not play this, this year, I, 
maybe a four five win team just based off of, of the other quarterbacks that they have on the roster. Um, you know, it, there's, if you have an offensive team and you're playing the Steelers, you know, the Steelers are just can't outscore anybody. You know, you're lucky if you, you bring up the scores that you had earlier, you know, 13, you know, the 26 points was kind of a rare thing against the Browns, you know, kind of momentum of, you know, Hey, this is big Ben's last final home game, you know, maybe kind of momentum playing into that. Um, but I mean, it, it's a real struggle for this Steelers team to even get to 20 points, to be honest. And, and there's a lot of things that are working against on the offensive side of the ball. Of course, you know, you have four, uh, four new starters on the line. You know, they drafted Kendrick Green to be their center. You know, uh, you know, obviously I wanted uh, your boy Creed Humphrey over there in Kansas City, but uh uh, and, and he's, he's just been atrocious. You know, it seems like every, every week, you know, you find a play, especially, you know, Twitter coaches, they love putting stuff out there. Um, you know, just plays where he's just getting blown off the ball or he's missing blocks or, um, I don't even know on any other NFL team, if, if they're even like, they have a starting caliber offensive lineman on that team. Uh, you know, maybe Trey Turner, but you know, his prime is way past him. Uh, I know they really like the, uh, their fourth round pick Dan Moore. Um, but you know, of course you're, you're a rookie. You're going to have those ups and downs. Um, and, and that translates into the running game. I mean, I, I the Steelers average at 93 yards a game and it's kind of hard to believe when you have a back as talented as Najee Harris, where your team is only averaging 93 points a game. But again, when you look at that offensive line, it is just so bad. And when you watch watch week in and week out, they're just not getting any push up front. They're getting dominated. Um, and, and, you know, you move forward from that is Ben doesn't really have time to throw the ball. And to be honest, as, as a Steelers fan, the, the position that you thought was going to excel this year was the wide receiver group. And it's been such a uh, – digression from Chase Claypool of last year to this year, it's just kind of blowing my mind. And, you know, obviously Deontay Johnson is a great talent. I don't know if he's your true number one guy. I don't know if he can be that true number one guy. Um, That remains to be seen, but uh, you know, it's, it really has just been, you know, kind of a cluster offensively and it's, it's painful to watch every week to try to get them on the ball. Um, You know, defensively, it's kind of been, the same story on that side of the ball, you know, um, you know, Tyson Alulu has been out, you know, the pretty much a whole year um, uh, to it has been out, you know, the whole year dealing with, you know, some injuries and obviously some, you know, personal loss in his life. So, you know, at least losing those two top guys on your defensive line, you know, Cam Hayward, Cam Hayward's obviously a beast. Um, but yeah, you know, your, your, your Devin Bush has been atrocious. I mean, that guy has been terrible this year. I mean, Granted, he, you know, suffered that ACL injury, but, you know, he is – and I don't know if it's the ACL injury or if it's just that second-year wall or whatever, but it's it's just been – it's just been bad from that aspect. And, you know, if it wasn't for T.J. Watt and guys like Cam Hayward, you know, it, it could be even a worse story because, you know, really those two guys kind of carrying the team. So, yeah, I guess, yeah. you know, to recap is like – do the Chargers probably are do are the Chargers probably more deserving of, of getting into the playoffs? Probably. Would everybody like to see Herbert more in the playoffs? Absolutely. Than the Steelers' offense, but you know, obviously, you know the, those things work out. But <laughs> well, obviously, coming from you, Kansas City fans over there, but um, you know, it, 
yeah, it, it, it's been really rough this year. And, and like I said, they, they really did just kind of back in and kind of look out with, with how everything's played out. I mean, look, like you mentioned, TJ, well, like they have a couple of bright spots. And I mean, like really, really bright spots. Like Watts obviously going to be the defensive player of the year. I'd be shocked if he doesn't even win that unanimously. Um, you know, I, I think the Steelers are kind of an interesting team. Another team that, you know, kind of came out of nowhere. Like even Raiders fans were just checked out after um, the loss of the Chiefs a few weeks ago uh, last month. Um, the Raiders, listen, as much as it pains me, we got to give Raiders the Raiders some credit here because this is a team that went through any kind of drama. You Zach's not very happy with that. Now, listen, uh, begrudgingly you, admitting that he's absolutely correct. Like, like as much as lose, I've been, you know, born and raised to hate the Raiders, like I got to give him some props. I mean, you lose and John Gruden, it. who's historically been a great coach and a great football mind. Obviously, everyone respected him as a broadcaster, and everything that went through there, like. Going from one head coach to an interim midway through the season, that's generally not a good thing. But the Raiders found a way to make it work. And obviously the Henry Ruggs, I mean, that is just completely tragic. The um, One of their defensive backs did something on TikTok or Instagram, whatever the hell it was. My man was chucking up guns and like threatening yeah. to like kill like a fan or something like that. And I was like, did we not learn from like, Previous like Dude. people and like stupid incidents, but you know that's well, like last Listen. week or the week before they had another guy get hit for DUI. Where it's yeah. like, did you yeah. not learn yeah. a damn thing? Bro, yeah. Listen, I, it's 2022. I mean, technically these things happened in 2021. Well, the the, the second DUI with um, Nate Boy or Boy, whoever the Nate Hobbs. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um. I mean, that was in 2022. But let's like the the social media thing with the guns, like. Do you not know how many people have gotten in trouble for shit they've said on Twitter or Instagram, whatever? Like, I don't like what makes you think, oh, I'm going to film myself, you know, saying some really crazy shit and then posting it online. Nothing bad could come out of this, right? I, I don't I mean, know. CC Antonio Brown, would you? No, and you know, God, Ugh. that's that's a whole nother discussion. Did you see Le'Veon Bell, by the way? Um, he wanted to, uh, I don't know if you saw the, uh, rematch between Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley. Um, I, I followed it closely. Yeah. Eddie knows what I'm talking about. Eddie and Dan, they're combat sports guys. Um, (laughs) the next morning, Le'Veon Bell and Chiefs fans hate Le'Veon Bell because of the way that ended and, uh, his weird comments about Andy Reid. Anyway, he is, he was going after Jake Paul. And then after Jake Paul knocked out Woodley the next morning, Woodley and Paul are teaming up on Le'Veon Bell on Twitter. I'm like, this might be the weirdest alliance I've ever seen in 2021. Like the alliance, like the only thing that could have been more weirder is if like Donald Trump and Joe Biden worked together or like, that'd be the only thing weirder than that. But anyway, uh, Le'Veon Bell, the the guy is, who is he playing for even right now? Is he playing for anyone? He's on the Bucks, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Zane, did you not see him catch that touchdown this past week? Where where were you at, bro? Uh, Brady <laughs> threw like a bunch of touchdown passes. And I, I that's actually one thing. Like, I don't follow the NFC side as closely as I should, but uh we'll get into that in a moment. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I mean, what else do you guys want to say about the AFC side? Like the Chiefs, listen, I think you could say this about any team, like if they play to their potential. Yeah, sure. Team A can go all the way. If every team plays to their potential, man, I, I mean, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm biased. I won't, I won't hide from that. But I just don't see anyone stopping the Chiefs other than themselves. It's just, Zach, you know this just as well as I do. Like, Andy Reid, fantastic coach. And I know he's been a, part of a more dominant team the past couple of years. But 
he still has critics to this day because when games come down to the wire, you just don't. I mean, yeah, Mahomes on your side is great, but Andy Reid, the play caller in a in a game that's close, is also uh, it, let's just say it can be a liability at times. Yeah, it's always a it's a crapshoot is the way I'd describe it. It's like you're never totally sure what you're gonna get with Andy. It's like, hmm, are we gonna absolutely march down the field and Mahomes is gonna do some Mahomesy things, or are we gonna have some you know clock management challenges and we're all sitting there at the end like, what the hell just happened? Here's looking at you, Bengals. Um, you know, yeah, that sort of a thing. And I, and I, and like I know, like we've kind of like touched about this a little bit, but like, and I don't know with you guys is, have we ever gone into a playoffs where we talk about a conference where we have absolutely zero confidence in like who the top team could be? Yeah. Like Pretty trying much. to like trying to like look back, like just off the top of my head, I don't know if like going into a playoff scenario where like. Like, it's, like, contentious, like, number one, like, absolutely, like, AFC favorites, like, all the way. And, like, you know. Like, last year we had what the Chiefs basically were, where it was, like, yeah, they're probably going to do that. Right, exactly. Uh, and, and or it's either that or it's, like, all these teams have a really good shot. And, and I, again, we brought it up. It's, like, we don't know which team is going to come out firing. Because, you know, let's bring the Raiders, for example, you know. Dominated kind of the first half against the Chargers. Next thing you know, you know, Derek Carr and and the guys and the defense can't really stop anybody. And, again, you can kind of point – the AFC teams, they all have flaws, all of them. And, again, it's just depending on, like, what team and what flaws are going to come out this week. And, again, I I don't really know of a consensus, number one, like, hey, this team for sure is going to go all the way. Eddie, uh, let's go to Eddie and Dan. What do you guys think of that? What the uh, as far as the number one? Yeah, like like because we don't. So some people don't was, think there's a clear cut number one. Yeah, and, and there isn't right because the last, like you said, last two years was you guys, the Chiefs. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. there's no way, no one's gonna be the Chiefs this year. The Chiefs are shown they're like, oh shit, what's going on? Before that, for the last decade, did anybody say the Patriots weren't gonna go to the fucking Super Bowl? You know what I mean? Like no matter what kind of problems the Patriots had, it was either line or it's a defense or there's no run game or or whatever. The one caveat, the glue, the MacGyver, the whole damn thing was Tom Dan Brady, okay? Mm-hmm. And Tom yeah. Brady would patch up any hole you had on your team. So every single year for 10, for almost a decade or however long he was in friggin' uh, New England, it was like, oh, the, decades, the Patriots number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. It was like the Patriots. Tom Brady leaves. And there's a gaping hole in the AFC that the Chiefs filled for two years. This year, I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs. I'll be honest with you. I watch you guys when you're on national, like on the, on the national games, mm-hmm. but like you know, not on TV here a, a whole ton. Cause I mean, I'm in the West, but outside of that, you're right. There's no real clear cut. Number one. Like I think people that like, uh, I hate to use the term casual. Cause I hate the term casual when it comes to fandom, but yeah. the casual football fans, right. The ones that, that kind of sort of pay attention. They're all still sitting at home going, the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl. Right, because they don't. Yeah, no, you are right. A lot of people, a lot of people are thinking that way. Yeah, and what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's 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 crazy because uh, like you know, Derrick Henry is a huge huge factor, and it can change games. But is Ryan Tannehill good enough to get the Titans to where they can be to be that number one seed that can make it to the Super Bowl? I don't know. I hope he is. I like Ryan Tannehill. I have his jersey under my bed right now uh, from the Dolphins days. But um, the then you have the Chiefs, you know, with the all the issues they had in that middle stretch of the season. They clicked, and then they had a little hookup at the end. But uh, I feel like if they put it all together, they have a really good team. But um, it, it's kind of like – it feels like the hockey playoffs with the AFC, where it's just like 
the best team's not going to win. It's just whoever gets hottest uh, at the right time. And yeah. uh, right now, I feel like the Bills are clicking uh, as far as, you know, since the second half of their game against the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they've been playing the way that they should. Um, and the, like to their potential to the, you know, the next step that people expected after they made it to the AFC championship last season. I feel like they are very, very hot coming into the playoffs right now. Uh, and I think that's what it's going to come down to. It's not, uh, it's not, there is no real best team in the AFC. It's just, who's going to be the hottest. Well, listen, here's the thing about the Titans. Cause you mentioned Derek Henry. We've kind of brought his name up a couple of times. I think that's a huge deal. Cause look at when, um, when they destroyed the Chiefs and they beat the Colts in overtime, Derrick Henry played in those games, but he didn't play very well. Um, now, maybe you can make the argument that, oh, the Chiefs and the Colts focused way too much on Henry. They kind of forgot about everyone else. Okay, I can. Sure, I, I, I won't dismiss that. But then he goes down with an injury. They beat the Rams the following week. They beat the, the, uh, the Saints. They're still winning games at that point. Uh, now, they went on to lose three of their next four after that, but they finished the season on a three-game win streak. And, by the way, Derrick Henry's on his way. Back. And listen, I, I, I'm not – I know Titans fans are probably excited about that. My whole thing is – I listen, We as tough as Derrick Henry is, and I'm a big fan of the guy, we just don't know exactly how he's going to look coming back from that injury so soon. That's all I'm, I'm throwing out there. Like, it's one of those I'll see it when I believe it type of things. But – if he is in his old form, man, I don't know. Like, I'm a little, as a Chiefs fan, like, I'd be a little nervous. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, yeah, and, uh, like, you know, you, you kind of bring in the Derrick Henry aspect. But let's not forget, Tennessee's defense is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of people kind of don't recognize their defense and kind of, like, how well they're playing. So, like, you know, if you mix that, you know, Ryan Tannehill doesn't screw it up. And, you know, you just kind of give it to, to Derrick Henry. Like, do you almost, with all those pieces, do you almost kind of maybe say they're the most complete team out of, out of all of them here? Mm. Maybe? I mean, the Chiefs' defense really got better. I mean, listen, the offense has been inconsistent. They got better. The defense started playing, like, at the beginning of that eight-game win streak, the offense, the Chiefs' offense was not playing well. The defense was coming through in late situations. So, I, I mean, I remember the Patriots were at one point labeled the most complete team, but they, well, what, what is it? Three of their last four they lost, I think. I don't have yeah, that in three. front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, three. Yeah, and this was when a lot of people thought Belichick was the guaranteed coach of the year, and maybe that's now a much bigger debate than we thought it was four weeks ago. But I, listen, I still think it's the Chiefs. But if Derrick Henry comes back and listen, the guys who filled in for Derrick Henry, they've been good. They just better ball security. And listen, that's why they're backups, right? Hey, let's but be real. If, Deontay Foreman's had that problem since college. Cause if you yes. remember, that'd be the first time Kansas beat Texas. Oh, I did Deontay not know that. Foreman fumbled that's good the ball to know. Like oh. five times or something stupid. Yeah, yeah. Kansas has a thing for beating Texas every, uh, every couple of years, but we'll uh, save that for another time. But yeah, it's just, you know, in his backup role, he'll thrive in that. If Derrick Henry comes back and, like I said, is in his old form, I think the Titans could be the team to beat. I'm not – I hate to say it, but that's just a team I'm a, a little nervous for. Oh, and they got the bye week. So they can definitely kind of sit back and let Derrick Henry recover an extra week. So 
if I'm a Titans fan, man, I, I feel, uh, I feel pretty good about all of that. So, uh, we'll I just uh, can't remember over. a year that like you had so many teams with so many variables where it's like, you know, yeah. Titans, it's which Derrick Henry shows up, the Chiefs, it's which defense shows up, or hell, which offense to a lesser extent, too. Bills, is Josh Allen going to play like the stud that he is, or is he going to play like the idiot that he looked like against Jacksonville? Like, there's so many teams that have that, like, hey, if this guy goes off, it's going to be amazing. They could absolutely win the damn thing. It's, I don't remember that ever being the case. By the way, before we move on, I noticed uh, Eddie and I, we both have Nike NFL jerseys. Dan and Zach have the Reebok jerseys. Z- uh, Max, what are you wearing? Reebok? I, I, I'm, an, I'm a Nike guy, bro. Okay. All right. No, I was just wondering. Okay. Zach, show I, I do, Listen, I do have about like two or three Reeboks in the closet. I just I just busted out the, the oh, mink. Oh, yeah, now, this is a Reebok because it's the OG greatest tight end of all time. Now, don't get me wrong. That's very much being rewritten as we speak. But, you know. Ride or die with Tony Gonzalez, man. What can I say? Well, hold on. I was going to say something because uh, I did the uh, I made a joke on social media the, the other day with the 10 year challenge. I put uh, Kyle Orton, who was our quarterback. You remember that for three games? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, hey, there you he, go. Was actually, he was actually good. Like he he helped us beat the Packers. Yeah, no, on I, six remember, days I just notice. remember that being the year of just like, oh, well, let's rephrase that. I was so excited about them at that time. But the following year, they ripped my heart out. So, oh was, no, that that yeah. the following year sucked. But yeah, that that's what I remember when I hear Kyle Orton. I was like, oh, he got Romeo Cornell the job, and that went great. Yeah, never. Um, but no, you, I, I put Kyle Orton up, and then Mahomes under. Show your jersey again, Zach. Show more. Like your jersey and my jersey, like they look like two different teams with the shade of red. Like I don't know how <laughs> Reebok to Nike could have really fucked that up, but they did. I I like I like the brighter red. I mean, that's just my opinion. But I yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I noticed I how much is the lighting here too, but yeah, you make a very good point. Yeah, no, I just oh, have to. Sorry, Washington football team. As a, <laughs> as a camera guy, you know, it's all about the lighting, you know, so. Oh. No, you're right. No, I've always been told uh, a broadcasting teacher in high school told me this. Um, you always got to have the right lighting, but they'll forgive you for bad video, but never forgive you for bad, for bad audio. So uh audio is uh is the I mean, dan you're in uh radio i mean you know yes. this just as well as any of us even better yes. maybe that's why I, I keep on getting new things for this setup to try to make it sound better i got the arm thing going on here oh look at and you if i have to record something at home i throw my blanket over my head to make sure there's no echo going on so yeah it's it's all about that eddie what where's your mic hanging from uh i got a let me see if i can show you guys you got a little holder thing you see it yeah, see, I need one of those. I just, I just got this. That's all I have. Yeah, no. When yeah, I worked, same uh, way. When I worked in in Phoenix Radio, I was in a hip hop station for a few years, and then sports. Um, I loved the that that it was from up here because I have this thing like just sitting next to it, right? This thing for, for the blue yeti. Like, I hate this. I fucking hate this because like <laughs> it has to be right in front of me. The microphone's in my face. Like, I just like having it out of the way. So yeah. yeah it's, it's, see, that's. Well, see, that's the thing. Like with this pandemic, a lot of people doing their radio shows from home for the longest time and all that stuff. Yeah, see, Danny's got his. Now I'm at (laughs) that swivel. Um, All right, we should probably change topics because we're talking about microphones and color of jerseys on this live stream that no one gives a shit about. Uh, Okay, NFC side. Um, Let me pull that back up. Number one, you got the Packers. You got the Bucs, the reigning champions. You got the Cowboys, a team that definitely has bounced back after last year. The Rams are very interesting with their uh, new quarterback um, under center. The Cardinals, I want to get to – okay, these three wild card teams, the Cardinals, 49ers, and Eagles. 
I think are very interesting. And I want to go to you first, Eddie, because I was pulled. Listen, I, I pull for teams that and as a Chiefs fan, I can relate like, like historically mm-hmm. a lot of bad years. So I kind of tend to root for those teams on and off. Um, the Cardinals, man, I, I just hate that so many people are always down on Kyler Murray. So I was very excited. I was really bummed last year. They barely missed the playoffs. I think they right. could have done some damage last year, but they made up for it this year with the hot start, but had a really rough second half to the season. And then the 49ers and the Eagles. Listen, maybe it's because I follow the AFC way more close than I do the NFC, but they those two teams, especially the Eagles, kind of came out of nowhere during the second half of the season. Uh, Eddie, you're, uh, you're the NFC guy. And obviously the Cardinals are one of the, um, one of the wildcard teams. What are your thoughts on the uh, way the uh, playoff picture panned out? Uh, it, it's so damn competitive, dude. The NFC is like, it's the Western conference in the NBA, right? In the NBA, everyone talks about, Oh, the East, like you can be the number one seed and, and have more losses than wins. It is true. You can't. And in the West, you know, Suns, you know, I mean, not so much the Lakers, but like Suns and those other teams are like high, like caliber teams. It's really hard to earn any seating in the West. Kind of the same thing in football, at least this year, right? Like the NFC is hot. The NFC West is ridiculous. It's, I mean, come on, man. Like we signed JJ Watt in, in, in the offseason, and I'm like, oh, Russell Wilson is at home going, come on, dude, right? And then the, uh, you know, the Rams have Jalen Ramsey. They got uh, Aaron Donald. And then they trade for Von Miller. And they're all of, uh, everyone on the NFC West is like, come on, that's not even fair, dude. Like, that, mm-hmm. how is that fair? Everybody's going NFC. Of course, then Matt Stafford stepped up and it's like, oh, it's okay. I'll give you the ball a few more times, and then it'll right. be a little fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's helping out a little bit. But, like, as far as the NFC goes, it's 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 a weird crapshoot. Everybody's good. Like, basically everybody in the in the playoffs, NFC, yeah, everybody's good. Even in the people in the Eagles enough credit. Like, you, you for, how long did they try to replace uh, uh, Jalen Hurts? I mean, like they bring guys like like they just they're trying to get rid of Jalen Hurts, and it turns out Jalen Hurts is the best option. And then Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, yeah. Gardner Minshew. Yeah. It ain't Minshew. It ain't anybody else they had. Every time Hurts plays, they play well, right? Because he can run. So anybody, the NFC is going to be like it's just a crapshoot, no matter. Like everyone was talking about this last weekend. Like the, the Niners did their, you know, they 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 they. They, they uh, held their side of the bargain. All yeah. the Cardinals had to do was beat a Seahawks team that's probably losing Russell Wilson in the offseason, right? And we couldn't even do that. And everyone's like, oh, I can't believe that happened. This sucks, whatever. I'm like, do you think it matters if we're two or five? We're not good at home, okay? And anyway, even if we we did get that number two, I don't care who we're playing. It's still a scary-ass game. But when it comes to the Cardinals overall, it's a whole season. Man, it's 7-0. And, and I have season tickets, so I went to every home game that I could go to. I missed a couple. Um and all these people are like, seriously, after 7-0, the next home game we had, and people were like, oh, we're going all the way. We're doing all this shit. Let me give a little bit of a background. I also went to the NBA Finals. I'm a huge Suns fan. I went to the NBA Finals game two. All right, we're 2-0. I'm walking out of, uh, they call it Footprint Center, worst name ever. But we're walking out of Footprint Center, and these motherfuckers. Is that really the name? That's oh, yeah. Footprint Center. Yeah, dude, it's the I'm worst name ever. Second worst in the NBA now. Easily. Who's the, who's the oh, worst? Crypto.com. Oh, crypto? Crypto is still the worst. Oh, come on, man. You know, yeah. we, we, got, we got to move on. We got to move it's on from crypt, history, bro. everybody. You know, it's the crypt. No. no see, that's, that's a great nickname. I can applaud that. When they miss the playoffs, you can say that. No, but uh, I'll call it Staples Center forever. But <clears throat> all these people are staring yell at that whole shit, and everyone heard it. So, you know, sons in four. Sons in four. And I'm like, shut oh, the yeah. fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Right? <laughs> 
So obviously you guys know how that fucking went. All right. God damn it. So move over to, to, to the Cardinals. Okay. Seven and oh, and people are like, oh, we're going all the way. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Why? Because as a Cardinal fan, since the days when they were playing at Arizona State Stadium, it's called Sun Devil Stadium, since the days of going to those games, sweating balls off because there's no roof or anything, and it's like crappy seats everywhere. Since those days, I knew that the years that were good, we get we peaked way too soon. So at 7 0, oh, we peaked. <laughs> we got the damn sure peaked. Okay. Yeah. The losses we had were like, I mean, they were they were not they, they were home losses. I mean, what we beat the, the Titans, the Vikings at home. We went to Jacksonville, whooped their ass. Uh, the Rams at the Rams, which honestly gives me a little bit of hope for this weekend, but not too much. The nine, uh, the Niners at home. The Niners at home. Browns on the road. Texans. Uh, um, I think that was at home. And then the Packers come in, and I was at that game. Oh my God! I, 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 I damn it, Dan. I was heartbroken. Okay, all right. AJ Green, I have a perfect view. AJ Green turns the wrong way. And I literally say, as he's turning, I go, no, other way. And then the ball gets picked. I'm like, oh. yeah. that's when I knew. Oh, Rasul Douglas, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> former, former Cardinal. Mm-hmm. Former Cardinal. So uh, that's when I knew we peaked. And I knew it was going to be rough. And it happens every time we're good and to start the season, it always happens this way. And when it comes to the playoffs, we're all sitting going, okay, cardiac, cardiac Cardinals, what's going to happen? Who's going to show up? So now we get J.J. Watt back. We're, we're crossing our fingers with Johnny Hopkins. We lost Connor, more than likely not playing this weekend because of his ribs. Chase Edmonds is hopefully going to play. So we're back to square, not square one, but we're back to, fuck, who's showing up? Like, who are we going to have? So, dude, who knows, man? The only, the only, the only you know, positive thing I take out of it is that we're better on the road than we're at home, it seems. And, well, and we've already beat the Rams yeah. in L.A. Well, Danny, I want to hear from you because, you know, as a Packers fan, I think it's kind of interesting. Like, they have fell short of the Super Bowl two years in a row. And I remember when the Jets, when Rex Ryan was there, I mean, not the greatest quarterback in the world, but they made it very, very far two years in a row. And it was just, some people thought the second time was going to be their their year and that didn't pan out well. And sometimes, you know, people always talk about, can a Super Bowl loss break you? Because that happened to the... um, to the uh, 49ers a couple years ago against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. the Rams uh, against the Patriots, the uh, the Falcons a few years ago against the hey, – uh, hey, hey. Max, Max remembers this, all right? The Cardinals in 08. We uh. had no business being there. But the <laughs> fact that, that, that you guys in the last second, all right, everyone was heartbroken seeing Larry Fitzgerald going, no. Oh, yeah. When the touchdown got when, – when the refs were going like that and Larry was like, no, okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that broke us for like a decade, bro. Okay. <laughs> hey, if that Ben Roethlisberger could show up uh, on Sunday night, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ben Roethlisberger can get it more than ten yards down the field. Yeah, that would. Yeah, sir. More like, more like, more hey, than five. Peyton did it. I was well, being nice. Well, what I was gonna say is like, you know, when you're when you fall short like that, or even twice in a row uh, for a conference championship. You know, that can make or break you. And I know there was some drama this offseason. What was going to happen with the whole Rodgers thing? But mm-hmm. here they are, man. Number one again. Yeah. So it's I, I, I've already seen the Packers win the Super Bowl. It, it was it was nice. But now I'm I'm really hungry for it again. I didn't expect to feel like this. But after you get one game away a couple of times, after you see these great teams go 15 and 1, 14 and 2 and come up short against teams they shouldn't lose to you start feeling like, are they not going to win ever again? Like, are they not going to win another Super Bowl? I want to see Rodgers lifting all the trophies. One of the best quarterbacks ever. He deserves more than one Lombardi trophy. Um, So I, and I feel like this is a year where 
it should happen. And I don't want to get overconfident because I've, I've felt this way before and they end up losing to like the Giants out of nowhere. So it's like, I, I don't want to get overconfident, but it's hard to not feel that way when they've looked as good as they have this season. When Rodgers is playing at the caliber he is, when Devontae Adams is the type of player that he is, uh, Aaron Jones is great out of the backfield. And then the fact that they're getting back David Bakhtiari, Zadarius Smith, and Jair Alexander all at the right time, they're fully loaded going into the playoffs with a bye week to heal up some more. I just, I don't fear any of these other teams, in the NFC. And it's, it, it's so hard not to feel overconfident, uh, but just the way that the Packers have played this season, they, they haven't really slipped up at all. There was the loss against the Vikings, the big loss in the beginning of the season against the saints. Uh, but they, they just have played at this such a high level that I haven't seen from another team uh, this season. So I feel like that this is this, this has to be the year. This is the last dance for Aaron Rodgers. So it's, this is the one. And I feel like I would be disappointed if they don't come away with the Super Bowl this year. Zach, what are your thoughts on the, uh, on the NFC side? By the way, I'm going to step away. I got to get a laptop charger. So you guys keep going. No, no issues. Um, I mean, prior to the whole, you know, the injuries that's depleted the receiving core, I'd have actually, as much as it pains me to say, bet on the box, you know, just because I think they had more weapons, plain and simple. But, you know, with Rodgers playing the way he's been playing, I mean, there's no way, especially like you said, you know, Bakhtiari is like one of the names that no one talks about. No one ever talks about the lineman, but he's been one of the best left tackles in the league forever. They, I, I, I will put, I will put my heart and soul into this. Like they beat the Bucks last year. Bakhtiari plays. I think yeah. that it's, it's that because of the pass rush is what broke Rogers. So yeah. and we can tell you a thing or two about that too. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, the very next how it is. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like, that's a huge deal. Plus also your number one corner, like nothing to sneeze at. Oh, and one of your best pass rushers. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't see any together. reason the pack shouldn't be able to come out of it. Like, I mean, again, but they're, a lot like the way I was describing the AFC where it's like, well, if insert player here shows up this week, then maybe they'll be great. I feel like the Packers are on a level above everybody else. And then everybody else is at a level of, okay, well, you know, do we have DeAndre Hopkins back for the Cardinals? You know, and if so, how is he going to play? Uh, you know, which Matt Stafford's going to show up? The one that we thought was an MVP candidate earlier in the year, or the one who's chucking three interceptions a game in the last couple of weeks. That one. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably so. It's a safe bet. Uh, I mean, we'll see how he does at the playoffs for the first time. I mean, you know, same goes for the Niners, though. Like, they've got a damn good team. But they have Jimmy Garoppolo. No one knows what he's going to do. He could, you know, just as easily make the throw to win the game like he did last week or be Jimmy Garoppolo we've all known and, well, watched up to this point. <laughs> and, and, I mean, I, I agree with you, Zach. It's just it's, – it's really kind of Green Bay – and everybody else, because like you said, there's and then so the much... Eagles, and like, yeah, and then the Eagles. They... <laughs> everybody else, Eagles. <laughs> not, not obviously, you know, uh, West Side, Best Side, but sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just so many unknowns with kind of everything. It's like, again, what Matt Stafford are we getting? What Jimmy Garoppolo are we getting? Um, which Cowboys show up? The one that's going to blow well, you yeah, off by 30 what, or the one that's Right, which Cowboys team going to show up? Is, is, is it going to be that Dak that throws four touchdowns that destroys the Eagles or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, personally, like, you know, I I, I kind of lean towards Tampa Bay being, like, the biggest threat. I mean, obviously they have Brady, but, you know, you kind of, like, dissect them down. 
Brady doesn't really have any top 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 tier receivers. I mean, granted, he's got I mean, Gronk. He's Mike Cousins. Evans still doesn't he? Or well, yeah, he's got he Mike Evans, but like after that, um, yeah, it falls off a cliff pretty. I mean, you know, the the Bucks are pretty good at stopping the run, um, but you know, if you can't go, if you can't get anything going with Aaron Jones, you, know, you just chuck it up to Devontae Adams because the Bucks secondary is depleted by injuries. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Again, I, I agree with kind of, and I believe that's the consensus here. It's like, you know, it's Green Bay and everybody else. And, you know, really the only team standing in Green Bay's way is Green Bay. Yeah, and exactly. Dave, that's exactly Dave, it. Like, yeah. Everyone looks at Green Bay. Even I'm looking at Green Bay like, like where are weaknesses? And now that no. they're healthy, right? Where are their weaknesses? The line? Good. The quarterback? Phenomenal. Best quarterback. MVP. I don't give a fuck what anyone said. Yeah. MVP this season. And, and and probably missed honestly he, he should probably have like six or seven how good he is um the, the the receiving core is there the running game is there i know they had they only played aj dillon this last week and even he was killing right mm-hmm. he's so, a monster dude he's yeah, monster so it, to me it's green bay right under is tampa bay only because of tom brady that's it all right yeah. this is different between tom brady and aaron Rodgers. you guys tell me what you think tom brady needs good quality receivers at least good quality not the best but good quality aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers will make you a yeah, he can win with receiver. anyone yeah, he'll make you a high. I mean, no one knew about Lazar before the season, right? Yeah. Uh, who's uh, the dude with the two last names? Dan. Adams. Scantling. Yeah. Not really yet. No one was talking about him. Everyone was like, "It's Devontae Adams and a bunch of no names." And Aaron Rodgers made two names a season, and those two guys yeah. alone, he can make anybody. Well, and, so, yeah. And to I mean, be fair, Brady does do that. It's just with you know white guys who are about my height. <laughs> I play. I play helmets. I play lacrosse. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you throw the, the the tight ends in there. I mean, you got Tanya in there. Like, who the hell would have thought, like, you know, he'd be such a good, reliable uh, receiver? Yeah, yeah so. Lewis, I love him. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. What is this, 2004? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> He's so productive. Uh, but and the fact that they've looked this good without the players I mentioned before, Jair Alexander has been out since, uh, since week four. Uh, Zadari Smith has been out since week one. David Bakhtiari hasn't played all season. And those are three of the most important players on the roster. And they have still looked like the best team in the league by a long shot. And that's, it's, it's crazy to me. And I, that's, that's why I feel like I'll be so crushed if they don't come away with the Lombardi trophy this year. It's just Everything is coming together in the right way. I didn't like the week 18 season thing, like the whole extending it one week, but hey, now I kind of do with everyone coming back at the right time. I'm, I'm a fan of it now. So it kind of worked out for me. You, and this is a little off topic, but you know, we were talking about Eddie, you were comparing um, Rogers and Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think Jonathan Taylor was in the discussion for MVP, but they usually never vote and the voting has already taken place. Oh. We just won't know until, um, the NFL honors the night uh, before the Super Bowl. Um, I heard um, if you guys have Sirius XM, uh, they always do like every 30 minutes at top of the hour and the bottom of the hour, they do like a little sports update. And I heard something, I guess Bruce Arians was asked about MVP and he made some sort of comment. I can't remember the word. I think he said it would be a travesty if Brady didn't win it. Listen, I think Brady's had a (laughs) season, especially at that age. I think that should be taken into consideration, but you also got to keep in mind, like he has, and I know, like, I know Chiefs fans would hate to hear this because then Patrick Mahomes would never be eligible to win MVP. But Brady has, and, and Zach, kind of alluded to this as well, like he has big name targets. Whereas Rodgers, yes, he has Devontae Adams, but he also has a bunch of guys who he helped make a name out of those guys. Um, like, let's I mean, be I think honest. It's Rogers. If you look at the Packers, right? So 
we beat them this year. Why did we beat them? Because Rodgers wasn't up. playing. Well, no, 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 okay, why was Rodgers not playing? You want to go? That's, wanna, that's fair. We, we all know that. No, we won't get into that. I wasn't getting into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My point is, is that same receiving core, different quarterback. Like, yeah. yeah and even and that game. Supposed to have defense, some potential. The defense played so good in that game that they had me believe that Jordan Love could somehow beat the beat the Chiefs in that yeah. game. You know, you know what he could have done to beat the Chiefs is if he could have kept targeting Dan Sorensen. Okay. Yep. Yep. That, that is literally the end. secret to beating us. Like it's <laughs> oh, ridiculous. You're, Zach, you're about you're about to summon JB here, bro. Chill out. Ah, JB. JB. I love your. I love the back and forth between you and him, just on Sorensen, because JB will go after anybody. I mean, you guys I, look. I should you not because I, I I love that when he freaks the hell out on quarterbacks. Okay, yeah. I will sit there watching the game and I will pull up his Twitter and just wait because it's so much fun when he loses his mind. Listen, JB, JB and I, we were cool. Um, I was a huge fan of his on uh, on last. He came on here. What's that? He came on here. Yeah, yeah, he's been on here a couple times. But here's the thing: he has this whole notion of stay in your lane, meaning you know don't don't criticize someone if you have never been in their shoes. But he does it all the time on his podcast, and I even said that when he was. So here, let me just quickly, Zach and I. That gets you the block. Is that what got it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Let me just give the quick version of this. So yeah. he has his own whiskey called Slapdick. Um, I guess someone in Kansas uh, who works um, in one of the liquor stores, I guess she took a picture. She has a huge following on Instagram. She took a picture, uploaded it online, and I guess JB got upset and said, you've had worse in your mouth. Okay. I, I, by the way, he, he deflected heavily. He goes, oh, um, no, that was a, a, a black kid who runs that account. One of his slapdick whiskey accounts. I'm like, dude, you're just. I told him, I said, dude, that was not okay to say. Like, I, I don't I think the that. woman was in the right either. She was being pretty snarky about it, but I don't think you were in the right either. So he wasn't happy that I defended his comment. So then he's seen me criticize athletes before, but I guess Dan Sorensen, who played for him, and by the way, when I asked him, you know, where did you coach him? Was it at a junior college? He goes, no, I coached him his whole life. I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, oh, I, I know his dad. I know his brother. I know his, I know Dan. I coached them their whole life. I'm like, okay, so you just know them. You didn't, you didn't really coach them. So I don't really know what that means when he says I coached them their whole life. And I gave the stats. I gave the footage and everything. And he got all mad about it and blocked me and, and a few other Chiefs fans who joined in on the conversation. He ended up unblocking me, but I'm not going to unblock him. I mean, listen, the guys start resort to name calling and all that bullshit. That's not how I roll. I mean, you guys all know me on a personal level. That's not. Uh, my deal. So, I mean, listen, I wish him the best. I know his dog, Stogie, who was on uh, the show, uh, passed away recently and he was bummed out about it. So, I mean, great name for a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing negative on that. Listen, he's done a lot of great things, especially for troubled kids, black kids who come from these inner cities. Uh, I mean, he's helped them get a lot of opportunities. So, I've got nothing but great things to say about him. But, God damn, man, like it's okay for someone to have a different opinion. But I got anyway, his Twitter uh, up. I hope I hope to God he's watching right now because I can't wait to see him. Do. No, he's not watching this. No, no, he's not watching. Uh, so, like, by the way, just in case. <laughs> Zach, I was going to ask you, do you know uh, which three Chiefs? There are three Chiefs tied for 12 games, most playoff games ever played. As a, as a member of the Chiefs, who are those three? Uh, probably Derek Johnson. No. Keep just keep guessing names. Just shout them out. We are off to Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill. Okay, Travis Kelsey's one of them. Tyreek Hill, no. He's close though. Interesting. 
Dan Sorensen. Um, God, it better not be Dan, Dan Sorensen. is, yes. I the other one is the most Dustin Colquitt. So, uh, okay, if, all right, yeah, fair. As long as Kelvin and Sorensen play a snap, they will both be tied. Colquitt will now be tied, will be third alone. But Kelsey and Sorensen are going to be tied for most um, playoff really games of the Chiefs. I would have guessed Eric Fisher is high on that list. I would have guessed yeah. Derek Thomas or Neil Smith, but no, it's uh, it's no, we, Travis we had a Kelsey lot of Dan Sorensen. Speaking of uh, speaking of our 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 our, our boy uh, the punter, I forget uh, Colquitt. Colquitt. Yeah, Colquitt. He was he was a great tra- great addition to the Steelers. Uh, you know when we saw oh, yeah. he man. played. Well, how many games did he play for the Steelers? Like four, yeah, and then he came back to us as a practice squad guy. I'm like, oh really? That guy, because dude, he was so bad when he was with us. Like, I think it, I think it was like averaging like 37 yards a punt or something like that. And I was like, absolutely brutal. Did he retire officially, Zach? Do you know? I don't think he don't officially think did. So. No, he's in Cleveland, no. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's on a team right now. I, oh I, no, Browns. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, I always get him and his brother mixed up, but no, you are right. I remember watching Monday Night Football when I was on the treadmill, which, by the way, Bowflex, if you're watching this, which you're probably not, I have not had a working treadmill for two months, and I'm going to have to schedule a third appointment, so please, come on, help a brother out. But I'm watching, and they go, oh, Dustin Colquitt's punting. I'm like, oh, I did not know Dustin Colquitt was on the was on the Browns. So uh, just a shit you, uh, you learn just from watching other teams. But, um, yeah, we got off topic quite a bit there. Uh, you know, here's the team we have not talked about on the NFC side, the Cowboys. Um, look, Ezekiel Elliott. Hey, hey not, real quick, the, yeah, their sure. fans do enough talking for the for the Cowboys it's, that we don't need. That is very true. Yeah, that is yeah, that is a very usually the most play. obnoxious fan base in the NFL. It's oh my god, dude. Okay, I know I, I'm in Arizona and I'm Mexican, so a lot I have family members who are Cowboy fans, and I'm like, that's cool. When's the last time you've been to Dallas? And I know I made this point on Twitter and people got ape shit angry at me. And I was like, I'll just make it a point. They're like, oh, you're, really? we, we mean to go. We mean to go. And I'm like, so you never even been to a Dallas game, right? Like ever. Oh, no. And I'm like, what the fuck? But they could be, they could lose every game. Oh, next year's our year. They could lose every game the year after that. Next year's our year. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, I know. Why do they continue to believe in that team? Like, I don't get, I don't get it. Like, Jerry Jones is a perfectly average GM. I'm trying to pivot. Oh, yeah. And his eyes are too far apart. I'm trying to keep it on topic, but you did remind <laughs> me of a funny story, Eddie. When I was 17, um, I was I was really lucky. I knew some people, and I was able to um, get credentials for home games for the Chiefs that year. Uh, I remember the first game, uh, the first regular season game was Chiefs Raiders, and I saw Kendall Gammon, who was a Pro Bowl long snapper for the Chiefs. He was part of the Chiefs radio network for a long time. I'm walking behind him, just kind of like starstruck, like. And I'm, I'm in the same hallway, like the same tunnel we're exiting. And then all of a sudden I see Raiders fans are shouting at someone getting into a car and they're, we love you. We love you. And I'm like, who the hell are they talking to? And I'm just going around the car just to get to my car. I look around. I'm like, holy shit. That's Al Davis. And they're saying, oh. we're going to win the Super Bowl the next year, the year after that, the year after that, and the year after that, because of you, I'm like, Jesus Christ, these have to be the most drunk Raiders fans I've ever seen in my entire life. So you just reminded me of that story when um, when you were mentioning Cowboys. But no, listen, Dak Prescott, I'll give him I'll give credit where credit's due. I and listen, I know Cowboys quarterbacks in general, like look at Tony Romo. Um, they are 
They're they're criticized very heavily. They're I mean, people are always watching them closely. Zach, I don't know if you remember before the Chiefs got Patrick Mahomes. There was all this talk about like you know who who could the Chiefs go after a quarterback, and there was a ro- rumor of Tony Romo. And it's like, look, I know by Cowboy standards he didn't he didn't do great, but by Chief standards, my God, man, like that would have been great. Like if Dak Prescott at was that time, player, yes. At this time, no. Well, yeah, of course now not. But if Dak Prescott is on any other team doing what he does, man, he's highly valued. And I'm not saying Cowboys fans hate the guy. He, I mean, they love him. He's highly beloved there. Especially when Tony Romo got injured, everyone wanted to move on with Dak. And I know what happened last year—the tragic injury—and that really set them back. They could have probably made it to the playoffs because if you remember, the NFC East was not a very good division last year. The Cowboys, to me, are the more intriguing team because Dak Prescott has a lot to prove, I feel like. And I feel like, you know, in the NFL, under these bright lights, there's a lot of pressure there. Like, you have to go out there and really prove a lot. And I think that's what Dak Prescott kind of has to deal with this postseason. I don't fear him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Great talk. talk. I I don't get the good thing. Just hit the mark, though. Like, that, that says a lot. You know, in being so blunt and so just like, yeah, he doesn't scare me. That's very accurate. He's very talented, but I don't think they can match up. That's that's the that's the it's it's not their year. It's 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 really been the whole theme of our stream. Which Cowboys team are we going to get? Are we going to get the one that that looked amazing blowing out the Eagles? Or are we going to get the one that can you know barely move the football and? To be honest, I and I don't know like kind of where this falls in is like, do we consider Zeke a great NFL running back? Zach. These Not days? right now, no. no. But that's the thing, right? Everybody's talking about Dak. Everybody. Uh, McCarthy a little bit. But nobody's putting pressure on Zeke. So We're I- talking about mm-hmm. a guy that's supposed to be the best running back in the NFL for the last how many, you know, how many ever years? Yeah. Cowboys fans don't say this shit. But he's been average? So three so exactly. And like, I, I kind of brought up Zeke in that point. It was like, when was the last like memorable kind of thing Zeke has done? It's, it's really, it's it, really, it's kind of been Tony Pollard that has, has been making the explosive plays for the offense. And can, can you ride him if you're, if your air game's not, going the way you want to that maybe like you could have rode Zeke before. Like that's a question that kind of pops in because again, like, you know, Zeke early on in his career, you know, feed him. That man could carry the team when, when Dak's not having a great game again, can you do that with Tony Pollard? I don't know. He, he has the ability to make explosive plays, but can you ride that an entire postseason If, if Dak is not, you know, 100% on his a game, you know, the entire postseason? Yeah, I mean, look, that's that, that's the thing with the Cowboys. Um, and, and I don't know if you guys watch their hard knocks. And not that hard knocks should ever be, like, the um, the source for, like, how a team's going to do. Because they always, like, pump a team. Zach, you remember uh, when the Chiefs were on there. I mean, you you thought they were going to be a great team, and they lost their last nine games to end the year. So, um, <laughs> to be fair, yeah. I will always be grateful to hard knocks for showing me that Darren Waller was going to be a stud. That won me a fantasy league. So, oh, well, I hate the, the, there you go. Much, but. Um, yeah, uh, listen, I, th- I think it's going to be interesting. I think the Cowboys, to me, like that's the team I'm keeping my eye on the most. Like 
can you make the most of this opportunity? And I think I'll also throw not a team, but a name out there is Matthew Stafford. I said this on last week's podcast with uh, Melody. She was on Stafford had opportunities, not many, but had a couple in Detroit. Now you're on a much better team, a better organization. What can you do with this opportunity? So I think um, the Cowboys and Stafford, like those two intrigue me the most going into this postseason. I just wanted to, I was going to do predictions and then our Super Bowl picks before we uh, go. But is there anything you guys want to say before we do that? No, I think the Cowboys, they, they remind me so much of like these. I feel like they're going to be the sort of team like the Chiefs teams we've had in the past. And when I say the past, I mean pre Mahomes, where like on paper, they make so much sense. You think they're going to do it. And then they manage yeah. to shit it away in the first round. I feel like they're going to be that. That's that's the Vegas Golden Knights the past two years in the in the, in the, play, in the NHL playoffs, but we don't need to get into that because that I'll be pissed off if we dive deep into. Who here watches hockey? Oh, okay, I cool. To, I, 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 but I I try to. I'm an Islanders fan. They don't play enough, so it's like, oh well. They, they've fair. been coveted several times this season where they have two oh, games yeah. in like the next 15 days. So yeah, but hey, at least you have a team around there, man. The Coyotes are gonna get fucking. Uh, oh yeah. Coyotes. Yep. <laughs> literally you, you guys hell you guys got locked out of your own damn marine that's what i'm saying i'm not, at this point i'm just like hey man can we just look just 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 mercy kill these guys and send them to ottawa because this is terrible like I, this is just sad mm-hmm. uh i i got into hockey because i i'm i go to vegas it's like my second home i love the city um i'm like you know what i'll just pull for the golden knights and then they were so great to start off so i, I and since then i've been hooked on I, i'm surprised it's not a more popular sport but have we'll you, talk about that another the, time. farzine have you been to the arena I have a couple times. Oh, it it's, is it's wonderful. That was the most ins- beautiful thing I've ever been to. Yeah. You have you been there for a Vegas game? Yeah, because I got family out there. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, dude. Uh, listen, I've been to Allen Fieldhouse. I've been to Arrowhead. So has Zach or G E H A Field. Whatever you're you about to put it. this up against the Fieldhouse. Okay, I'm paying attention. Um, <laughs> dude, Vegas fans are fucking loud. Like mm-hmm. they they do a fantastic job with their pregame ceremonies. And I've done some pregame, like I've done media production for the Royals. Dude, Vegas Golden Knights, they do a great job and their fans are, are really into it. Um, if you if you ever are in Vegas, even if you're not a hockey fan, I do recommend. And I heard Ariel Helwani, who covers a lot of MMA. Uh, obviously, the UFC does a lot of their events there. I've been to um, T-Mobile a couple of times for UFC fights as well. It's a great arena. I love it. Yeah. But man, uh, you got to go for a hockey game there. Like it's mm-hmm. a, the atmosphere is, it, it's intense, man. They're, yeah. they're the loudest. I got to say, they're the loudest. I had a, uh, last time I was in, in Vegas to cover the UFC, it was with the Aldo, the Aldo font fight. Oh yeah. And, uh, I was driving around and I took, uh, I took my daughter's car cause it's a freaking little four banger Honda. I was like, sweet, say some gas. So I took that. And because I had an Arizona plate, I had drunk as uh, uh, Vegas, whatever Vegas Golden Knights, Golden Knights fans. Yeah, telling me like, "Fuck the Coyotes, you guys are trash." And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I look in the back of my like, car. I'm like, "You're correct." <laughs> they, oh, they're absolutely right. They, they, I was like, they I was are like, not wrong. They are not wrong. It was totally true. But I'm looking around my car. I'm like, "Where's where's the Coyote sticker on my shit?" Because I didn't see anything. And they, they just went after me for having an Arizona plate. I'm like, you know what, man? I love that you guys are loyal to your team, but uh, fuck off. Like, leave me alone. I didn't do shit. <laughs> Drunk. That is yeah, stupid. I hate now. when people do that. Like, no, but everyone thought when when the Raiders and the, and the you know and, and they you know they got the the hockey team that they thought that Vegas fans are gonna be so fickle because it's just like a, a a touristy spot. Not at all. Uh, I, I was wrong. People there. 
I was wrong. I thought it was going to be a big disadvantage, but no, uh, the Raiders, Hey, props to them. I did not think they'd have a good home field. So they found a way to, to make it all work out. Speaking of the Raiders, they got the first game, but not in Vegas. They go on the road. Uh, that'll be the first game for wildcard round weekend. The Raiders have not won a playoff game in 19 years. The Bengals have not won a playoff game in 31 years. Somebody is winning a playoff game for the first time in a goddamn long time. I'm going with the Bengals on this one. Zach, who do you say? Yeah, Bengals for sure. I didn't realize that they hadn't won a playoff game in my entire life, though. That's wild. No, yeah, the, no, it's been forever. Uh, Max. Nuts. I got to go the Bengals here. You know, I just think Joe Burrow has too many firepower weapons out there. I will say if if Vegas does have a chance to win, it, it's going to be based on that pass rush. I know Cincinnati has had some trouble down the stretch with their offensive line, but uh, I, I just think there's too much offense for uh, for the Raiders. Uh, Eddie, who are you going with? Oh, Bengals. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. Dan? Bengals. Get the right. win that Carson Palmer deserved. Yes. <laughs> Carson Palmer. Um, Making my heart over here, Dan. Uh, New England. Uh, oh, that's right. He was with also with the uh, with the cards for a bit. Uh, New well, England at, fucking Panthers. New England at Buffalo. Dan, you're going for, uh, first. You're go, you're going to be there. Who's who's going to win that one? Uh, Frostbite. Frostbite's going to win that one. But uh, no. uh, <laughs> Buffalo. Uh, it's, I think the the second time they played was uh, it's a lot more what should happen when these two teams meet. Eddie. Oh, Patriots. All right, we got some uh, disagreement I, I, for the first time. I, I, I like I like the Bills. I like I like the Bills, and honestly, jo, uh, Josh Allen completely like made a fan out of me with the way he's he you know the, all the talk about him being just a big arm in college, no accuracy, and he's changed that quite a bit coming in the NFL. He's made me a fan. I love watching Josh mm-hmm. Allen, but Mac Jones came in and he's playing really well. And then Bill Belichick, the game they played, the snow game, in, 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 was it in Buffalo? Yeah, in, in Buffalo, yeah, it, where. What was it? He threw three times or four yeah. times total. Times. No, wait, mm-hmm. was that? A, I thought the snow game was in Fox. Oh no, 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 no you're right. Yeah, sorry. So you're right. So so and, and Bill's like, we're just gonna run, just run, just run. Oh, but Josh is throwing it. Don't give a shit. Run, right? And he just he just stuck to his game plan. Yeah. And the Bills kind of like we'll try anything, right? Sean McDermott, I love the guy, but damn, like run it back. You got two good running backs, right? So I don't know, but I just. I, I, it's hard for me to pick against uh, uh, against Bill Belichick against the Bills. Now later on, yeah, we'll see what happens. But against the Bills, I think I think uh, uh, Bill's gonna um, Bill and Mac are gonna pull it off. No, I'm glad you mentioned that by the way because I did say earlier that the uh, the Bills beat the Patriots in their own home, but no, it was the other way around. So okay, mm-hmm. we, 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 we got that corrected. Okay, Max, who who are you saying? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Buffalo here. I know. I'm gonna, and I'm also gonna go in the middle here. I, I don't think. I don't think that second game was is it's going to transpire in this third game. You know, obviously, you know the division rivals. You meet each other, the familiarity. Uh, I, I got Bills by a field goal. Zach, who are you saying? Yeah, I think the Bills are going to take it. Would it shock me if the Pats did? No, but I think the Bills are going to do it. Right, Max, real quick, real quick, and that field goal is it during the game, in the middle of the game, or at the very end to win it? Because they have a really shitty track record for game winners. That is very true. No, I, I, I yeah, it's the playoffs, bro. You know, I, I got to go to the I end of it. Listen, it's, it's gonna be, no, no, it's it's gonna be like a basic like chip shot, like twenty-seven yarder to win it. Okay, okay, cool. I, I think this has got to be the best game of the weekend. I can't go against Belichick, man. Um, I, I will say I uh, uh, did before the year in Vegas put some money on uh, Belichick to win Coach of the Year. I think he is, but. They might give it to Zach Taylor or uh, or a Vrabel. Uh, listen, I think he's done a tremendous job. I'm going to go with uh, the Patriots on that one. 
So those are the two Saturday games. And then moving on to Sunday, Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. Uh, listen, I think Philadelphia has done a really great job how they've, how far they've come, but I think it does come to an end here. So I'm going to go with uh, Tampa Bay uh, one side in this one. Max, who do you say? Yeah, I got to agree with that. I mean, as much as I love Jalen Hurts and, and Miles Sanders and, and what the offense has done, you know, kind of regaining that running game, I, 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 you know, you just can't really go against Tom Brady. And to be honest, I, I don't think the Eagles have enough weapons outside the numbers to take advantage of the Bucs secondary. So I'm going Tampa Bay here. All right, uh, Zach, who do you say? Yeah, it's it's got to be the Bucs. I mean, as, as much as I would have bet on the Eagles to be like a top five pick as opposed to a playoff team this year, like they're, they've done a tremendous job revitalizing their running game. Problem is, is that's one of the best rush defenses in the NFL. And they have this guy named Brady over there who I hear is pretty good. So it's got to be the Bucs. Dan, I think you're going to follow along. Yeah, as much as I would love to play the Eagles in the next round, uh, I got to go with the Bucks. It's it, it would be silly to pick the Eagles. Uh, Watch I them just, do it now, wouldn't it be awesome? I would be great. I would love that. <laughs> so, so like the Eagles, especially the way their defenses are playing lately, especially down the stretch to end the season. Uh, granted, you know, obviously not against the uh, the Dallas game. I don't know. I, I there's a small part of me that says like. If the Eagles have a chance, obviously run the ball, but the, I feel like their defense could match up to, mm-hmm. you know, to the Tampa Bay offense. It, you, it, again, just, uh, just maybe for like, maybe for like a quarter or a half, but I think Brady is always going to find a way to uh, work around that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, the next game, uh, it'll be the second Sunday game, San Francisco at Dallas. Um I hate to say it, but I think it's also going to be similar to that Tampa Bay game. I think Dallas is going to come away with it. Uh, Eddie, uh, what are you saying? Real quick on the other one, because I didn't, I didn't pick the other one. Uh, uh, fuck. It was uh, – <laughs> Oh, I didn't – it's all my yeah, bad. It's okay. Wait, no, Farzine. It's the Bucs. No, no, no. It's going to be the Bucks, but it's going to be a close game, and all sports are going to be talking about is how, oh, wow, are the Bucs that 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 bad that they had they, they lost a – or they won a close game against the Eagles? It's going to be that kind of bullshit. Um, but it's going to be a close – but, yeah, the Bucs. Um, as far as – Rams Niners Niners um I think Matt Stafford no it's it's uh it's 49ers Cowboys wow oh my god I'm thinking about the Cardinals my bad no that's okay Cowboys I'm still going Niners I I don't believe in Zach and Zeke Elliott I I I like as much as he's a dick uh, the Bosa brother I think he's good um and and that defense is just they just step up when it's time to um against like you know talent like the Cowboys they just I don't know I just got the Niners winning it's gonna be their defense more than anything and then everyone's going to be like, oh, Garoppolo is a franchise quarterback. And then the next round, they'll lose badly. Dan, who are you saying? You know what, Eddie? You kind of convinced me here. Uh, I think <laughs> I'll go with San Francisco. They, they've, oh, wow. played, they've played good offenses, and they've kept them in check. Uh, you know, they, they, they beat the Rams recently. They, they, uh, they took down the Cincinnati Bengals recently. It's, you know, they're keeping good teams in check, and I feel like they can do that against uh, Zach Prescott and the, and the Cowboys. Uh, Zach, who are you going with? See, I, I – I totally hear where y'all are coming from on the Niners. I think that, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to throw a couple too many to Trayvon Diggs instead of Maybe. Debo Samuel, yeah. and the Cowboys are going to walk away with it. Maybe. Uh, Max, where are you going? Yeah, I'm, go- uh, I- I'm going Niners too, man. I just like their defense better, and, and Debo Samuel, just the player that he's become and the all-around, like, you know, the running game that he's been able to, to you know, uh, prove this whole year. I- I'm going 49ers. 
I'm going Cowboys on this one. Uh, look, I just think they're at home. I just think they've got that big advantage, and I think they're going to be fired up, especially after the uh, missed opportunity last year uh, I kind of mentioned earlier. Uh, the Sunday night game, uh, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. They just played each other a couple of weeks ago. But, hey, uh, every game is a different game. Uh, Zach, I, I don't know if I should even ask you. I'm going Kansas City, obviously. Who are you going with? I'm going Kansas City to win, but I think Pittsburgh can cover. I think. Listen, I think r- – the offense to me, I question way too much with Pittsburgh. And I think it's going to be one-sided again. Uh, Max, how do you feel about this one? I mean, does does anybody really have the thought that the Steelers can pull this out? I will be okay. Like I'll, someone maybe. Okay, maybe. well, which is fair. Okay, outside the organization, does anybody think they have a chance of pulling this off? Uh, no, I, I obviously it's the Chiefs. I mean, I will be happy if the if the Steelers can keep it competitive, where you know they don't cut from the national broadcast to go to the uh, the Denver game. But uh, yeah, I, I I like the Chiefs by fourteen. You just hope Mason Rudolph stays on the sideline. Then is what I just heard you say. Oh, yes, Sir, they will not take Ben Roethlisberger out for his final game. Eddie, who, who are you going with? Uh, Pitt, no, nah, nah, the Kansas, the Chiefs, man. But here's the thing: I think for the first half of that game, uh, uh, TJ Watt is gonna keep that. He's gonna keep that interesting. Like TJ, dude, TJ's a monster. He's gonna, it's gonna be him versus Mahomes. And he's for the first healthy half, this time, and he's healthy. It, yeah. It's gonna be him versus Mahomes for the first half of the game. Then it, you know, it, during the you know, half time adjustments, they'll, they'll figure it out, and then it'll be you know, Kansas City by two touchdowns. But, Dan, who, who are you going with? Yeah. I can't, I can't trust Roethlisberger. It's got to go with uh, Kansas City. Do we know, Zach, or I don't know, Max, if you know, is TJ Watt going to be going up against Orlando Brown or Andrew Wiley? Left or right uh, tackle, Max. I think he's usually a right tackle rusher, mm-hmm. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. I was hoping it'd be Orlando Brown because I feel like that would have been like a good test to see if Orlando uh, Brown. Yeah, he, 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 comes off the, he comes off the right side. Uh, okay. I mean, to be honest, I don't even remember the last time he came off the left side. Oh, all right. There you go. I was just curious there. All right. Does that, work, does that, work, in our, does that work in our favor? Yes. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm, I'm picking Chiefs by 10 now. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, this is the one I don't really know how it's going to go. And I like both teams. Uh, I'm going to go Arizona. Uh, this is the Monday night one, by the way. Arizona at LA. Um, I just don't know which Cardinals team is going to show up. They really struggled the second half, but. I think they'll uh, they'll uh, come through uh, at least this weekend. Uh, Eddie, I got to go to you, obviously. Who, do you, who are you going with? J.J. Watt's coming back. I've never seen a team more focused than when we got J.J. Watt. Because, you know, I know you guys know, you know, I'm sure you guys don't watch the behind-the-scenes videos or anything, but the, the Cardinals have, I think it's a YouTube series, where um, they just show kind of sort of behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, the Chiefs do something similar. Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen a locker room so, like, together. Then when JJ Watts in there telling everybody, do your job, let's go, follow me, jump on the cape. So if JJ Watt plays, Cardinals. If JJ Watt doesn't play, Cardinals anyway, but I wouldn't be surprised if we lose. <laughs> I thought you were actually going to go the other way. Now, no, here's the question Is he not playing or not? That's the question. We don't know. Yeah, they haven't said anything yet. But Cliff, yeah, no, Cliff and it's Cliff, 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 yeah, Cliff uh, Kingsbury does uh, keep that kind of stuff close to his book to his right time. Um, so. I mean, he's done it a handful of times already. Teams didn't know that James Conner was going to play. And then, he, like, last week, they didn't think he was going to play, and he played. We still lost, but still. But before I, I let Dan go, I covered KU closely when I was a student reporter there. And, listen, Cliff, a lot of people have good things to say about him. Um, if, if, 
women, I mean, they have a lot of good things to say about it too, but for different reasons, more for physical right. uh, attraction. But right. um, there was always this like joke. His house is dope too. Oh, that yeah. is true. What'd you say, Zach? His house is dope. Oh yeah, his house is dope. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things about that la- draft last year, by the way. But um, that was my Zoom background for a good bit. After that. <laughs> that that here's the thing, like him going to like the Cardinals hiring him when he never even won the Big Twelve. I question that so Did much. Did he have a I, winning record in the Big Twelve? No, no, no. Nice. That's that's to me like, hey, this is your chance to prove as crazy as an insane that hire was. You can prove, hey, that the Cardinals made the right move there. So I'm, I'm very curious to see how uh, how he handles this uh, this postseason. Uh, so Dan, I'll uh, I'll go to you next. Who do you think is going to win? Yeah, I I trust the Cardinals a bit more. These were two teams that were better in the first half than they were the second half. But I feel like with adding all those guys, the Rams did throughout the season, and like Matt Stafford not really elevating his game to what we saw early on in this season, that worries me. You know, for the Rams, they they have this amazing defense with these star players. I just don't see Matt Stafford as the quarterback that can get them to where they want to be. Uh, Max, you get the next pick. I, I, I like the Rams. Uh, you know, I know Matt Stafford's kind of been on a slide lately, but uh, you know, I feel like Sean McVay will, McVay will, will kind of figure it out for him. And I, and I, I like the Rams defense more. So I'm, I'm going, uh, I'm going the Rams here. Zach. Uh. It's a it's a hard call because like if you ask me which team was more complete, I'd tell you that Rams defense is nasty. By the same token, the Cardinals defense is a hell of a lot better than they've been in years past. I trust Kyler Murray to not lose a game more than I trust Matt Stafford to not lose a game. It's gonna be the type of game where we find out who Matt Stafford really is. But until further notice, I'm going Cardinals. I'll tell you this about about uh, uh, Stafford. Um, when he was at Lions, I wanted him to be a Cardinal. Although, let's get him on the Cardinals, and if we get him and Fitz on the same page, ooh, we're gonna be scary. Oh yeah, I, they, I wanted the Chiefs to draft him. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah they, they took too long to get OBJ in the house. They, they, they. Well, I forgot when they trade, like right at the very end, right at the deadline. Oh, it was yeah. after Robert Woods got broken. Yeah, right, right. So they got OBJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got OBJ, and they're way too late. Now he's trying to. For- I mean, yesterday, oh, Sunday, he tried to force a ball to OBJ, underthrew it, got picked for the game, right? So he's trying so hard to get uh, Odell into the into the game to the rhythm that he's turning the ball over that way. He keeps that shit up. Good luck, dude. We we got ball hawks on our team. We, you know when uh, when you do shit like that. Well, yeah, he's averaging more picks than touchdowns over yeah. the last four weeks or something like that. Uh, yeah. Not that great, Bob. Not great. Hmm. Uh, real quickly, last thing before we sign off here, uh, I want to know who you guys think are gonna who, which two teams are gonna be in the Super Bowl the NFC side. I think it's going to be the Packers. I think they can finally get that, uh, get over that uh, conference championship uh, deal there and, and go this time. AFC, man, I hate to give this kind of answer, but it kind of does to me depend on which Derrick Henry we see, assuming he does play. Cause I, I do fear that Titans team, they know what to do. And I think Vrabel, one of the smartest guys, um, if, if Belichick doesn't win the coach of the year, I really hope it's him. Cause I'm a huge fan of his, um, in fact, I was I was a big fan of his in New England, and I was more thrilled for him to come over to Kansas City than Matt Castle, honestly. But I'll mm-hmm. go Chiefs, man. Um, I just think if the Chiefs play their game, they they, they can beat anyone. So I, I I'll uh, I'll pick the Chiefs over the Packers in the Super Bowl. Um, Zach, who are you going with? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a Chiefs Packers Super Bowl as well. Like I mean, as as chalk as that sounds, like it's. If you look across the board, the two teams that if they play to their ceilings, 
that's your Super Bowl. Now, that's a big if, at least on the Kansas City side of things, but I think we can do it. <laughs> big if. Listen, the cheat, like if Andy Reid can just be freaking aggressive, this is an unstoppable team. That's all. Well, that's, that's it. Well, here's the other part. Like, yeah, I, I honestly, like if it's a Chiefs Packers Super Bowl, I think the Packers take it because Bags will do something stupid like let, you know, Devontae Adams run in single coverage against Traverius Ward or some or shitty Dan like that. Dan Sorensen. Like, yeah, it's the we're Please. dumb enough to do that. That's <laughs> that is my biggest caveat throughout the playoffs. It's like, are the Chiefs dumb enough to do this? Yes, Spags has proved that many times. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to nom on those words until further notice. Though, like, it's that's where it's going to land. So I'll go Chiefs Packers in the Super Bowl, but the Packers take Dan, what do you think? Uh, selfishly, I'm going to go with Packers Bills because I, I host a show on ESPN Ithaca uh, from five to six every weekday. My co host is a Bills fan. I'm a Packers fan. I just think that would be a great week of content if it's Packers Bills. Oh, yeah. So I oh, want all that. that shit. Yep. <laughs> um, Eddie, who are you going with? Cardinals Chiefs. That's Cardinals the, Chiefs. The, oh, you're Wait. going with the Texas Tech Bowl. That'd be a high flying Card- game. That'd be a hell of a yeah. lot of fun to watch. Cardinals, Cardinals Chiefs, Cardinals pull it off. I think the Chiefs are going to get it together and, and kind of go through. I mean, they, I think y'all going to have some tough games coming up. Even though it's the AFC, you guys have some tough game. Make the Super Bowl against us and then run out of gas. Max, who are you saying? NFC, I mean, uh, really no no choice for me except, you know, Green Bay. They just – they have all the people coming back. Uh, they're just clicking at a high high pace right now. AFC, man, I, I – don't hate me, Chiefs fans. I'm going Buffalo, okay. man. I, I just like – Wow. Two Buffalo. I know. I know. You know if you were going Steelers, I might hate you. But going <laughs> Buffalo, like, all right, whatever. I get it. Listen, if the Steelers somehow – for whatever godforsaken reason, pull out the upset at Arrowhead. GEHA field. Oh, sorry. I apologize. <laughs> That's My bad. Okay. I, don't, I, forgive I, don't, you. I don't mean don't mean to offend the masses. Um, oh no, you'd be offending the masses if you called it GEHA field. We all uh, know. You know um, if if they somehow, whatever godforsaken reason, they pull the upset, I have. I feel like. Even if the Steelers won, they use all their energy out of that game. So, yeah. uh, but I again, I just like Buffalo. You know, they're click, they're kind of like the Packers, man. They're kind of clicking at the right time. They finally got their run game going. You know, good to see Devin Singletary. Uh, actually, covered him down at uh, during his high school and college days down here in South Florida. So that was uh, cool. But it's it's good to see them finally get the running game game going. I mean, when was the last time we heard about Buffalo's run game actually being as good at, as it has been? He's uh, mode. Well, you know, how about uh, how about uh, recently? How about that? Um, but yeah, I, I just oh, no, uh, I made my point for a reason. That is very true. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going Packer, Packers Bills there. All right, uh, there we have it. Uh, hey, real quick, I, oh, sorry, oh, real go quick. ahead, Eddie. My bad, dude. Uh, if the Cardinals, just caveat: if the Cardinals don't make the Super Bowl, I, I just want a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, NFC conference championship. And I don't care who comes, who goes to the Super Bowl after that. If the Cardinals nah. win the Super Bowl, forget everybody. But I would love to see Rodgers versus, uh, versus Brady in the NFC in the NFC title game because that would, to me, would be wild, right? But uh, I don't uh, need to see that again. Yeah. Nah, yeah. How many times do they play in the playoffs? Oh, I think Rodgers can get them. Uh, just just, just the once. That's, the, that's right? the only time they play in the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. If the Cardinals yeah. don't make it, I want to see that match. I just want to see that mm-hmm. matchup. I don't know why, but I do. 
Uh, Zach, you're obviously, I mean, you and I, we do a lot of podcasts together. Um, you guys have all been on my podcast multiple times. Uh, real quickly, before we go, uh, Max, Eddie, and Dan, I know you guys got projects, some media stuff you guys do. Um, Max, I'll start with you. Uh, just let everyone know your work and how they can uh, follow the stuff you do. Yeah, you know, I, I work for uh, the local CVS uh, here in West Palm Beach as a photographer. So, you know, obviously doing a bunch of new stuff and down uh, covering sports games. So, you know, just follow me on Twitter at the Mac or at Mac Shetman and on Instagram, the Mac Shetman. You know, I post a lot of work there. So uh, that's probably the best way to, to come check me out. Uh, Eddie, uh, go ahead and uh, share your podcast quickly. All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ELAW32. It's ELAW32. KeyboardWarriorsMMA.com for the Not Safe at Work podcast and KSHFPress.com for everything else. All right. And uh, Dan, uh, you got your uh, radio stuff. Uh, share that real quickly. Yep. Twitter, uh, Dan Darty ESPN. I don't tweet much because uh, I do all the my work on uh, talking. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, if you ever wonder what high school athletics are like in the middle of New York, uh, just follow <laughs> ESPN Ithaca, <laughs> you know. <laughs> award-winning social media and award-winning play-by-play right here so uh you nice. know we got that going on for us yeah and we'll be out of Ithaca soon is what i just heard yeah yep. Uh, yep. I, I, I talked to dan uh just before the podcast uh, i think he's got a very interesting background and in what he's done and i'm kind of familiar with that path of broadcasting so dan i definitely want to have you back on sometime to discuss all of that so we'll, we'll have to keep in touch i'll be keeping touch with all of you guys uh but until then, appreciate all of you guys listening to this episode of Farscast. Appreciate everyone who joined in on the live stream on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Subscribe to the podcast, share the links, let a friend know. Until then, enjoy Wildcard Weekend. I will talk to you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>